brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. All right, cut and print. Beautiful guys. Dynamite. Yo, yo, yo. Good morning, Nashville. Good morning, Nashville, man. Peace to the city and peace to the planet. Y'all probably like, man, they just they just dropped yesterday and they dropped. You're darn tootin', man. We back, back-to-back episodes, Black Men Vent 2, the only podcast, the only father and son, black father and son podcast in Nashville, Tennessee. Back-to-back episodes. Get ready. My name is Jonathan Davis. I go by June Book. My name is L Dog, and I go by... Uh, Leon, da- <laughs> my name is Leon Davis Jr. and I go by Elder. He he said that so fast I got confused, but it's right though. We do have back to back episode, and it's just like having a back to back championship. And I'm not gonna say that, but I'm just gonna throw that out there, like the Georgia Bulldogs. But anyway, we talking about uh, we got back to back episode. The weather is as beautiful as it was yesterday. The same beauty is out there today, and the same beauty is with the content of this next episode that you getting ready to listen to. Hey, man, we ain't going to hold you long. Black Men Vent 2 Weather Report is sunny. It feels good outside, yeah. so you need to feel good by getting them headphones in, getting them earbuds yes. in, man, and tap into this episode. We ain't going to hold you guys long, man. Back-to-back episodes, Daniel Westbrooks. We dropped a 100th episode, yeah. a 100 weeks straight yesterday. Mm-hmm. Make sure y'all tap into Daniel Westbrooks. But today, shout-out to my black queen, Deja Washington, man. We had a great time recording yeah, her episode. Shout-out yeah. to her mom, who gave great insight in the episode, man. Pops, they gonna love this. Yeah, man. I'm talking about in the Q&A session that happened uh, that was so authentic and so uh, so just in the moment, man. You're gonna appreciate this because this is a little bit different. So check it out. My Mental Matters in May, guys. If you paid attention to our platform, we went back-to-back episodes the first week of May. We doing back-to-back episodes the last week of May. That's how we rock, man. The baddest podcast in Nashville, the only podcast that gives you a radio show feeling with a podcast undertone. Deja Washington is the final leg of our My Mental Matters in May season. Shout out to my boy Anthony Jenkins, my boy Frederick Cooper, my girl Alana McLaughlin, and lastly, Deja Washington. Let's get into it, Nashville. Have you heard a black woman vent today? And just like that, man, we're back. We're back. Good morning to you guys. Good morning again, man. Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning, man. Um, If you guys paid attention to our platform, we dropped back-to-back episodes this week, man. Yeah, Wednesday man. morning, we're here, man. Our guest is the final guest for our My Mental Matters in May season, man. Our My Mental Matters in May season. Don't y'all, y'all don't worry about their range. Hey, we live, man. Y'all we See, they, 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 they gave it away. Don't, we don't, are live. Don't worry about yeah. How yeah. we doing what we doing. Yeah, but yeah. nonetheless, uh, again, man, my mental matters in May. We've had great guests on the show throughout this season. And um, just truly, truly excited to have the young woman that we have on the show. She is our final guest. Again, yes. for our my mental matters in May season. We graduated together, man. I have watched Deja, man, obviously throughout high school and vice versa, man. And we've gotten grown and then had kids and degrees and all that extra stuff. But also want to mention that she is the second black woman 
uh, to grace mm-hmm. black men been to's platform. So anytime mm-hmm. we get a black woman on yeah, here, man, man, I'm gonna make sure we hype it up. Yeah. Oh, y'all yeah, hear it in the background. Y'all hear it. Yeah. Live audience yeah. is with us, yeah. man. We got a couple people in the audience. Y'all know how we rock, man. Shout out to Alana. She was the first black woman on the show. Mm-hmm. Also a part of my mental, my mental matters in May season. Yeah. She gave us a good way to start. Days are gonna come through on the second leg, just like running track, man. Here we go, man. Present the song, introducing the others. My good friend, my good sister, Miss Deja Washington. Hey, hey, hey. How you doing? What's up, y'all? How you yeah. doing? Good to see you, man. Glad you're here. Um, man, what's 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 going on in the life of Deja, man? Naturally, you know, we'll kick things off by just telling Nashville who Deja Washington is. Uh, mm-hmm. what do you like to do? Extracurricular activities. Let's talk yeah, about I your schooling. Oh Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. Whatever they are, let's get into it. If it's gonna <laughs> help me, tell me. Right. <laughs> yo, 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 Nashville, man. What's going on? What's going on? What's up? What's up? Peace to the city and peace to the planet. Guys, if you follow our platform, man, you know during the first half of our episode, we got some advertisements. And guys, we got a new one. We got a new advertisement. Somebody has invested in Black Men Event 2, so we about to invest in them, man. Who do we got? Who do we got? Mari's Five Fruit Tea. Flavors you'll enjoy. Man, hey, look, from what I hear, Snapple ain't got nothing on on Mari's Five Fruit Tea. Minute Maid ain't got nothing on Mari's Five Fruit Tea. Arnold Palmer himself ain't got nothing on Mari's Five Fruit Tea, man. Let's meet Mr. Mari and see what he's talking about. Welcome to Mari's Five Fruit Tea. I like to make tea. I like to play games. I like to sleep. I like to talk on the phone with my friends. I like to hang with my family. I like to go to the store. One of my goals is to buy a truck so that I can travel and sell my teas. I want to go on the Ellen DeGeneres show one day. Man, that's that's an amazing, amazing thing right there, man. Shout out to Mari's Five Fruit Tea. Let's look at some of the flavors, y'all. I ain't, I ain't done. Let's let's look at some of the flavors, man. Mari, you got a lot going on, brother. Let's see what we got, man. He has a pineapple tea flavor. He has a strawberry tea flavor. Ooh, mango. He stuck me right there. He has a mango tea flavor. A peach tea flavor or he can he can he has a mixed fruit tea flavor guys y'all gotta tap in man i mean if, if you're not sipping on Mari's five fruit tea what are you doing like what is your problem i need you guys to tap in man go to his website guys this is a beautiful website man much much love to Mari and his family man they do delivery who do y'all know is delivering tea delivering tea Man, come on now. They do delivery, pickup. Guys, you got to tap in, man. Here's the website information. Mari's5FruitTea.com. That is M-A-R-I-S-F-Y-E-F-R-U-I-T-T-E-A.com. Mari, big dog man. Black Man Venture brother wanted to show you some love, give you a shout out, man, on our podcast show. We want to let you know we love you, brother. Continue to sell that tea, man. Continue to sell that tea, brother. We are here for you, and you have our full support. As you guys listen, if you would like to advertise with Black Man Vent 2, please, please, please email us. Serious inquiries only at blackmanvent, the number two, at yahoo.com. That is blackmanvent, the number two, at yahoo.com. Let's get back into today's episode.
man. Who is Daisy Washington, man? Let Nashville know what's up. So I am a recent graduate, like this month, actually. We're in May. Um, I recently just graduated with my master's degree. Mm-hmm. Um, before mm-hmm. I got my master's degree, of course, I had to get my bachelor's degree. So mm-hmm. I'm the second time. It's my second time around. Mm-hmm. And I am now a mental health director for Rocket Ship. Yes. So I start there in July. And I'll be there as long as they'll have me mm-hmm. or as long as I'll have them. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm excited yeah. to kind of yeah. see what's in store there. Um, my goal there is to, I guess, start, I'm starting with the kids, mm-hmm. you know, as far as like mental health, um, right. because I honestly feel like that a lot of our issues are derived from our childhood. Mm-hmm. And um, that generation, they are what? 2010 and after mm-hmm. so a lot of that generation they are being raised by parents most of them you know we can't say all but by right. parents who are a little bit more cognitively like aware mm-hmm. of what's going on mm-hmm. as far as like mental health in the black community because this is a majority black school mm-hmm. but um i think my goal is to just provide like the extra guidance to yep. say hey you know yep. let's try this or maybe this works because right. Our generation and the generations before us, this wasn't a thing, you know, no, saying I want to go not see enough. a therapist mm-hmm. or I want to talk about it. It's like, OK, mm-hmm. are you crazy? Like mm-hmm. that was for crazy people. Right. So right. I think that just changing the narrative, that's mm-hmm. my biggest goal. If I can change it like for one kid, I yeah. think I'm be satisfied. Right. Yeah. I love it. I love the fact that you are a young black queen and you have made this your purpose in life. A lot of young black people are not thinking about somebody else and making their purpose somebody else's purpose. They're not I thinking like it. that. Yeah, so yeah. I appreciate I just appreciate you. You just want to in, you know embark on that endeavor, just trying to change the narrative. And I, and I like what you said, change the narrative because like you said, it's not a popular thing for us in mm-hmm. my in my generation mm-hmm. to bring that up because uh, it's too many so many taboos and stigmas that were tied to the fact that you said uh, crazy, you know what I'm saying? And even now with us having to deal with somebody like that in our immediate family, we're learning even saying that word is not right. the thing right. to say no more. Right. You can't say I'm crazy or right. you crazy because right. that trigger, that's a trigger and that's right. a trigger also, you know right. what I'm saying? So we learning some stuff. Right. So even the fact that you said that just lets me know that we all on the right track and you're right. definitely on the right track. We appreciate it mm-hmm. and appreciate you being on Black Men Vent too. Oh, for I'm so sure. excited yeah, to be yeah. Excited. Deja, um, now you know we talked uh, naturally off the mic. You got to tell everybody how God blessed you with the position, you mm-hmm. know, because I know we talked and the position that Rocket Ship gave you wasn't even like a no. legit. Yeah, no. yeah. Run, so just run us through. I mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. I applied for the position, and when I applied for the position, they posted the position on Indeed mm-hmm. originally. Is how I found it, mm-hmm. and so when they posted it, um, if anybody is familiar with kind of like how Indeed works, it, they list the qualifications, mm-hmm. the requirements, and so they wanted somebody with a bachelor's and a master's, mm-hmm. and so I didn't have my master's, but mm-hmm. I was like, I'm still about to apply, mm-hmm. so I I get the big head, and I'm like. If I can get the interview, I got the job. Yeah. Like, so I was that's, like, no, that's, that's confident, though. That's <laughs> yeah. confident. You so confident. I was like, I'm going to apply and see if I can just get in. Because sometimes when they look at your resume and they see that you don't have it, they automatically just disqualify. True, right. So True, I was like, right. um, I'm going to try anyway. It, mm-hmm. I mean, what's worth the shot? It, take, it took me like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm still going to apply. Mm-hmm. So I applied. 
And I'd like 30 minutes, 30 minutes. And that's never happened with any job I've ever applied to. Mm -hmm. I got a call in 30 minutes. Wow. And so she was like, hey, um, you know, I just want to chat for a minute. It was the recruiter. And Mm -hmm. so she was like, we'll do a first round interview. We're just kind of chatting over the phone. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we did that. And she was like, I really like you. You think you could come in for a second round interview? And so I'm like, um, I don't mind, but I don't want to waste your time or mine. Mm-hmm. I do want to let you know that I only have my bachelor's degree at yeah. the moment. Yeah. So she was like, oh, we'll figure that out. Let's let's get in here and try first. Mm. So she wasn't the one who was going to be interviewing me. It mm. was the principal and right. the director of special education because that's who I'll be working like directly under. Mm-hmm. So I was interviewed by the both of them. Mm-hmm. And so um, I did the interview. And as I was walking to my car, I was like, they needed somebody. So they had a person who was in the position before me, but mm-hmm. the person who was in the position before me, she went out on maternity leave mm-hmm. and she didn't come back. Mm-hmm. And so I explained to them, this was January when I did the interview. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't graduate until May. I won't be able to be over here until August, mm-hmm. which would, you know, which is coming soon. Mm-hmm. And so I let them know that and I, they needed somebody then because they were dealing with like all type of issues mm-hmm. and they just needed somebody because that's not their area of expertise. Right. So they needed somebody to kind of be in there to kind of at least guide them on mm-hmm. what it looks like. And mm-hmm. so I offered, I was like, if you guys want my number, um, I'll give y'all my number and let y'all call me mm-hmm. and I can kind of like guide you over the phone yeah. if that'll work for y'all, mm-hmm. if y'all are willing to wait or yeah. whatever. So, of course, they were like, oh, well, we're going to interview our other candidates mm-hmm. and we'll let you know. So mm-hmm. I think it was like a day later and mm-hmm. I was picking my son up from daycare and I saw the number. I'm like, uh oh. So she said she was going to give me a call one yeah. way or another. So yeah. I'm like, I, I was like my my hard drive. And I told my sister, I was like, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. They need somebody right now. They yeah. don't have time yeah. to wait on me because yeah. I know how serious it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So I was like, yeah, they don't have time to wait on me. And so she called back and she was like, hey, they want you for August. And I was like, mm-hmm. and then, you know, it shocked me. Mm-hmm. And I prayed about it and I prayed about it. But oh, I, I was still on, shocked. Come I was still shocked yeah, because yeah. I just, I did not have, I, I literally lost it after I was like, I, I don't think I did this. Mm-hmm. I, you know, because they needed somebody, you know, for that moment. Right. And so she right. called me back. And I, so I was like, I repeated it to her. And I was like, y'all going to wait for August? Yeah. Like, you sure? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And she was like, <laughs> yeah. She was like, actually, um, they like you so much. They want to give you, you know, ten thousand over the salary that you asked for. Mm. And so I was like, <laughs> "What?" I was like, "Oh my goodness, this yeah, is insane! It's this yeah, insane!" Like it was literally a blessing. Like, and I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and I was like, "This is not." And I kept saying, "God, please, if this is for me, it's for me." And yeah. I and I said that I thought about it. I went to sleep thinking about it. I woke mm-hmm. up thinking about because I really wanted it and yeah. I really liked them, you know. And I. Yeah the type of person that I get a feel for somebody when I first meet them. Right, like right. I really like them. And I am for black staff. Yeah. Black like so mm-hmm. I got over there right. and I saw all these black faces and I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, this is yeah, this, 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 this is spot. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm super, super, super excited and I hope maybe one of them will listen to this and I'm so so appreciative mm-hmm. of the opportunity. And I just can't wait to work. I just yeah. want to be a part of the change, I think. Like, man, it's my biggest thing. It's funny because I know y'all looking at what I'm looking at. She's smiling back, man, <laughs> telling that story. She really, really, really wanted this, man. But I tell you what, it's needed. It's a needed position, man. And it's just so sad that we can't get people in those positions that care about the people more than the money. 
and it seems to me that you care about oh, what you're yeah. getting ready to do the people more than the money the money will come right yeah that'll come yeah that'll come yeah that'll come i know it'll come yeah. like i'm not worried and i'm starting out so this is my first job mm -hmm. out of school with a master's degree come and so now. it's a director's position now. and i'm like wow this Can't is crazy you know Man. i'm nervous because this is all new for me yeah and it's like, you know, personalities and staff. Yeah, it's, yeah. you know, just, the, the I guess, the common worries that kind of come along with stuff. Mm -hmm. But I'm mm -hmm. excited. I'm walking into it, like, with my chest out. Yeah, well, let me, let me say this right quick. The same, this is what they say about relationships sometimes. The same way you got the person in a relationship, that's how you keep the person. So how did you get this job? What you say you was doing? Praying. Bam. There you go. There you go. So you keep doing that. You keep doing that. Yeah, yeah keep doing that. That's going to work for you. That's yeah, gonna work for you. Yeah, I just again naturally just you know um, form a graduate with you, man. Congratulations! Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Thank That's kind of dope, man. It's mm -hmm. dope just to see any of, of our class, you oh, know, yeah. kind of doing something great. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's. That's dope, man. I'm gonna switch gears just a little bit, man, to the conversation about the babies, man. I gotta know mm. uh, how many kids you got. I got. Well, we got, we got one in the, in the audience, as a matter of fact, man. So our black man bit too. He just won on something. I seen him do the Tiger Woods. Yeah, he did the Tiger Woods. Yeah. He's occupied. He's part of the iPad generation. Yeah, yeah. Their generation. Man, talk to the audience, man, about your kids, man. Just when you when you first got the news that you was pregnant. With your first one, because I know you got two, but just yeah. let, let the audience know just the whole feels of motherhood. Yeah, how, how, so how does that feel? I was super excited with him. Mm -hmm. I had like the best pregnancy, I guess, with him. Like mm -hmm. it was smooth, it was hot. He's an August birthday baby. Oh, come on, so now. August what? Like August what? I mean, oh. August 17th. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's a Leo. He's Leo, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> and he's a true Leo. A true yeah. Leo, huh? Yeah. Okay. So his, everything went pretty okay with him yeah. as far as like my pregnancy. I think um, it was more so like those feels you get, like, you know, when you first get a new boyfriend, new girlfriend, when you just kind of like, you know, just get all it. Those get it. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think it was kind Butterflies of like, and all this stuff. Yeah. Just like everything he did, yeah. you know, when I had him, it was like, oh my God, it's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> all that stuff. So every, I like took pictures every five seconds. My break, I'm taking pictures of myself all yeah, the time. Yeah. Like yeah. the whole thing. Now, that second one, <laughs> yeah. that was completely yeah. different. Wait a minute. Different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, 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 man, what's up, what's up, what's up? Peace to the city and peace to the planet, man. It is the baddest podcast in Nashville, the only podcast that gives you a radio show feeling with a podcast undertone. Nashville, have you heard of Black Man Vent today? Hey, guys, we got a $10 advertisement. Somebody, somebody, somebody came through and showed Black Man Vent to some love and gave us the opportunity to advertise their brand, their platform, and anything that they are doing. I'm excited. Are you excited? Let's get excited. Who do we have today gracing our $10 advertisement on today? Z93, internet, digital, radio station. Shout out to my guy, Damon Ritchie. Man, look, man, if y'all are not tapped in with these guys, I don't know what's going on. Did you not know that there are internet radio stations? Let's start off there. Let's start off there, man. DR Global Media, Nashville. DR Global Media. These guys, they, they, they do booking and management. 
They do promotions, they do marketing, radio service, websites, event planning, music filming, radio advertising, any type of business consulting that you may want to do, you want to get your uh, your merch on the air, get your business on the air, get your song on the air. Tap into these guys, Nashville, 407-444-1651. That is 407-444-1651. Again, the DR Global Media Group is your one-stop shop for entertainment. Our services, again, include booking and promotions, management, radio services, websites, event planning, music and filming, and so much more. Contact these guys, Damon Ritchie, and again, the DR Global Media Group, Z93 Chattanooga Internet Radio Station, man, nonstop hip-hop, WCCZDB Internet Radio. Y'all make sure y'all tap in, man, to one of the baddest internet radio stations in the land, guys. You can email them as well at drglobalmediagroup at gmail.com. They also have merch as well, again. Chattanooga's Z93 Nonstop Hip Hop Internet Radio has merchandise. Support Z93 today by purchasing merch. Now available through our website by clicking the Z93 merch tab. Guys, make sure you tap in, man. These guys are doing great things. Got a lot going on, man, in Chattanooga, and they are always, always, always trying to find different ways to integrate positivity wherever that they go. And also, Z93 Internet Radio Station is a partner with Black Man Vent 2. So as you go check them out, you may run into an episode of Black Man Vent 2. That is our $10 advertisement for today, Nashville. If you know anybody else that would like to advertise with our business, let us know, man. We are here, we are ready, and we want you. Let's get back into today's episode. It was like, uh-oh. Yeah. You didn't watch? Yeah. You said, can you do it again? Uh, <laughs> it was that. Um, I think my second one kind of, I found myself with my second one. Mm-hmm. I really, really found myself with my second one. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, so I was 19 with my first. Mm-hmm. And I was 20 with my second one. Mm-hmm. So they're 18 months apart. Mm-hmm. And my second one, I think, is when I kind of like went from girl to woman. I always like think about, I think about that a lot because up until that point, I really didn't understand. I think that was when I kind of like found my faith. Mm-hmm. I would say that. Mm-hmm. I was raised in the church. Yeah. So I yeah. have always had that. But like, you have to experience it for yourself. True that. My younger True self that. was like, True I believe that. in God because yeah. that's what I that's had, what to, I do. had mm-hmm. to do. Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. And that's I right. think that was kind of where I was. I had to go to church. I yeah, had yeah. to sing in the choir. I yeah. had to dance. Like, yeah. my mom made me do it. Right. I didn't have a choice. So with my second son you know i kind of like when i i got about 18 you know it's like i grew up in the church mm-hmm. and so when i was pregnant with him it was like look i did this my whole life mm-hmm. i don't want to do this no more mm-hmm. and it wasn't like i didn't believe in god right. it was right. like right. i am tired of church yeah. i was just kind of yeah. tired yeah. but my yeah. second one mm-hmm. is when i kind of like was like whoa yeah. mm-hmm. and i say that because um my pregnancy was rough the mm-hmm. entire pregnancy. The second one. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he was born two months early. So mm-hmm. we'll start there. Um, 
And when I had him, I pushed him out. I was pushing, I was pushing, and they could not get him to come out. It was like, mm-hmm. we, you got like five minutes or we're going to have to like get them out, meaning like a C-section, mm-hmm. right? So I didn't want to do that. I me mm-hmm. being me, I don't want to mark on my body, you know. Mm-hmm. That was my only concern. Mm-hmm. But I was, but anyway, I was able to kind of push him out. Mm-hmm. But when I pushed him out, they immediately took him from me because he had a brain bleed. Wow. So when I was pregnant with him, I ended up going to see a high-risk doctor mm-hmm. throughout my pregnancy. So what they do is when you're pregnant, of course, all mothers know, you know, they measure your belly. And they measure the the fluid and all that kind of good stuff. I'm not a doctor, so please, like, I I'm I'm not familiar with mm-hmm. all the names. <laughs> no, you just talking from your experience, right, yeah, right? From your experience. So, um, he had something called ventriculomegaly, and that was something that they figured out when I was pregnant. So, what that is is when the ventricles in your brain mm-hmm. are larger than they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. What happens when the ventricles in your brain are larger than they're supposed to be? it causes fluid mm-hmm. your brain to fill up with fluid mm-hmm. and so children with this usually contract cerebral palsy or they usually like they can't walk they they have some type of disease that kind of keeps them like a vegetable mm-hmm. and so my pregnancy was rough you know mm-hmm. i was always concerned i was always like you know they tell you don't google but mm-hmm. i was like the google queen i mm-hmm. wanted to know everything yeah. about what it was that mm-hmm. he was dealing with exactly and so he ended up contracting something called hydrocephalus and hydrocephalus is pretty much it is a form of baby brain cancer is wow. what they call it wow it because what it does is it fills your brain with fluid and the only way for them to get the fluid out is to drain the fluid they have mm-hmm. to go in and put a shunt mm-hmm. in and they kind of like drain the mm-hmm. Fluid. Mm-hmm. and so i dealt with that when when he came out actually because they they wanted me to try to push him out they were against it i do want to say that they wanted me to have a c-section mm-hmm. they asked me a few times and i just kept saying no i want to try first mm-hmm. you know and so which is why he kind of put me on the time limit mm-hmm. of five minutes like you have five more minutes and mm-hmm. then we, we're gonna have to go take them mm-hmm. and so i did push him out i was like i gotta do this and mm-hmm. i was like telling my mama i was like i can't do it it's hurting i don't want to do this i want to do this but yeah. i i did it yeah. and so after they got him out um they immediately took him from me and he had a brain bleed mm-hmm. and so when they took him from me they were saying, you know, we'll bring him back, but he does have a small brain bleed. And so they took him off and they had him for, they did let me have him for a few hours, mm-hmm. but then they had to take him again right. because now it's like, okay, he has, he's here, he's early and he has, he's his brain, his mm-hmm. brain is bleeding. Mm-hmm. So we have to figure out what's going on. Right. And during the pregnancy, they kept saying, we need to let him bake. We have to let him bake as long as possible. Mm-hmm. Meaning that they wanted me to go a little bit over my right. 40 weeks. Mm-hmm. I made it to 32. Mm-hmm. So that was way too soon for them, you know. And so um, what we did, so he was able to go home on time. So I did have to bring him right back the next day because they continued to run tests. So he was about two weeks old and um, I was in the shower. And my grandma at the time, my grandma was keep my grandma kept my kids all day because I was working and things like that, running errands. And so she called. And she was like, hey, I think you need to come back and get him because he hadn't ate all day. Mm-hmm. And I was actually at my sister's house that mm-hmm. same day. And I was telling her, I was like, he hadn't ate today. It's like he hadn't even had one full bottle. She mm-hmm. was like, maybe he just, maybe he'll eat later because he was asleep. Right. And so I went home. I took him home and I was in the shower. I showered. And when I came out of the shower, 
Um, his eyes were rolling to the back of his head, and mm. his body was shaking. So he was seizing. Oh, so so seizing, yeah. 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 So I called nine one one, and I'm like panicking. I'm panicking because I'm home by myself. Right. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. So um, the ambulance gets there, and I'm fighting with the ambulance because I lived in Madison at the time. Mm-hmm. If y'all are familiar mm-hmm. with like Madison area, they wanted to take my baby to Skyline. No. no, right? Well, we're, we're, not going to Skyline, y'all. we're not look. going to Skyline. <laughs> I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to let you have that. I'm going to leave that alone. Look, I'm sorry, I'm but for y'all So they immediately knew something was wrong. And so they, um, after about three hours, they came in the room and they were like, he developed sepsis. And so pretty much how he developed sepsis was that he had E. coli in his bloodstream. Wow. Right. They could not figure out why. Andre so, must say, how did that happen? So what they came up with about a week later is that he was born with his penis hole right mm-hmm. not at the top where it's supposed to be it was on the side mm-hmm. so he we were already looking for a surgery so mm-hmm. that we could like correct that correct part, it. Yeah, it was yeah. hereditary it was something yeah. he had it their uh, dad had like it was wow, a family okay. thing right that wow. one of those things i blame yeah. him for a uterus now yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah. i um so what they said was when he pooped it touched it and you know poop can't oh, get inside your wow. blood right yeah yeah so poop snuck a little poop snuck in through and got in his blood wow and so wow they came wow. back which caused him to seize because now you have like bacteria mm-hmm. in your blood and right. it caused him to seize so we were already dealing with the hydrocephalus right yeah. and now i'm dealing with this so my my i am all over the place yeah. at the time yeah so they come back and they tell me they're like the doctor comes in and he's like we're a little too late you got here a little too late so we his we think that his kidneys are starting to shut down so we're looking at 48 hours and so i Mm. immediately was Mm. like you know like Mm -hmm. like sobbing i was Mm -hmm. like what Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. what is happening Mm -hmm. so about 30 minutes later a team of student doctors came in the room it was like four of them Mm -hmm. and i didn't want to talk to anybody i was just kind of like you know i don't want to hear nothing else like just let me he's in here with me let us just be please just Mm -hmm. let us be and so he came in and said well you know it's a research hospital so we have a research that we've been trying you know a pediatric research that they have been trying Mm -hmm. and i had to sign like 35 documents mm-hmm. right but they just wanted to try mm-hmm. because this is something that they have been working on since they started medical school mm-hmm. and so they were wow. willing to take a chance wow. and so mm-hmm. pretty much it was like are you willing to take a chance mm-hmm. and so i was like yeah mm-hmm. at this point yeah. like what yeah. can i do yeah. you know what am i supposed to do exactly. so i said yeah let's do it so they brought in all this paperwork all this documents i had to sign so much paperwork because i was agreeing to let them kind of like experiment. Experiment. My son, yeah, yeah, you know yeah yeah 
And so they came in and they hooked him up and they were sticking him and poking him, putting it through his tubes and stuff like that. And so about, I would say later on that night. So this happened at around like four o'clock in the morning. That same day though, later on that night, about nine o'clock, I didn't know what he was sleeping. So I couldn't tell one way or another whether he was doing better or worse, mm-hmm. other than his vitals were good. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the most important thing to the doctors, mm-hmm. as long as his vitals were stable. Right. And so they came in the room and they were like, it's working. Mm-hmm. Look at that. You are. And Look I was that. like, what? Look at they that. were like, yeah, um, he's starting to eat. Wow. Come on, man. And yeah. so they were feeding him through a tube. Yeah. I didn't know that yeah. he was eating. Yeah. So she was like, he's starting to eat. And I was like, he's eating? She was yeah. like, yeah, can you see the, like, the, she kind of showed me. Uh-huh. And I was like, so I started asking him, like, so is it working? So what about the 48 hours? And what about what are you doing? Yeah. And kind of with doctors, they're like, we have, everything is like play by ear. They don't yeah. want to tell yeah. you one yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, get your And then that so, one yeah, thing yeah. doesn't happen. So they're like, we're right. just going to keep observing. We were in the hospital for like two weeks, two and a half weeks. We stayed there. So I was like. Me and his dad were taking turns. I would go home, take a shower, eat. He would stay. Then I would kind of like go back and forth. I had other family coming up there seeing him. So we kind of were good. Um, two weeks later, I got to take my baby home. <laughs> Look at God, man. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Yes, um, that is amazing. Look, that's the amazing. hydrocephalus, though, yeah. we, right? We were still kind of dealing with that. Mm-hmm. Um, he, The fluid ended up draining. Right. Come on now. He, yeah. he didn't have to have a shunt. Yeah. Wow. But yeah. they did tell me, wow. they did tell me he probably won't walk. He probably won't talk. He probably will be bound to a chair. Yeah. Right? So he yeah, was six he months. <laughs> he was um so he was six months old when uh-huh. he was first able to hold his head on right. his own. You know, babies right. learn that at six weeks. Right. So I immediately was like, nope, I want him in every therapy that I can get him mm-hmm. in from yeah. six weeks old. Yeah. Yeah. He's still in therapy right now, right? right, right but right. we walk, yeah. we talk, Come on now. we run, yeah. we jump, Look we up. do everything like yeah. we're supposed Look to. At God, I man. think like Look at God, he has man. a speech delay. Yeah. Literally, it's the issue yeah. that I deal with. Yeah, I, you know what? Yeah, that ain't and if God doesn't no. saw him through all of that, the rest of this gonna pick up too. Cause see, he got a brother, and he gonna be trying right. to keep up okay. with him. And so my dad, <laughs> yeah. my dad kind of like talks about it all the time. Mm-hmm. He, oh, he's like, that's his teacher. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, he does everything. Yeah, yeah, that, does. Yes. everything. Yes, everything. yes. And he is, he is like. I wish I, I if he was a little if his behavior was a little better mm-hmm. he would have been here today. He's a, you know, but right, I would have yeah, loved right. what, is his, to see what is his name? Dallas. Huh? Dallas. Miracle Dallas. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We need yes. to get some pictures of him so we can oh, we can yeah. we can blast yes. him a little bit on your, and he your episode. Is like, also. He he is really. I overlook his behavior sometimes, and that's because he he has ADHD. So mm-hmm. that was one of the side effects from his the brain bleed mm-hmm. and suffer from that is that it caused ADHD. Mm-hmm. But I will take it. Yeah, like, yeah. I without will a doubt. Take Man, that. come I'll, on now. Yeah. And, you know, and yeah. the speech yeah. delay, but the speech he you can understand them. It's mm-hmm. not like he is a mute or anything right, like right, that. Right. And we are in speech therapy. Like yeah. he's five now, and we are in speech therapy. But we've been doing this since he was six weeks old. Yeah. Six weeks old. Yeah. So I think. When I say like I went from like a girl to a woman is that I was getting a bachelor's degree mm-hmm. at the time and I was on campus. I had to work a 40 hour a week job mm-hmm. and he had mm-hmm. speech therapy, occupational therapy and physical therapy mm-hmm. every single week. Mm-hmm. So I had to do all of that mm-hmm. in one week. Right. 
And mm. so I think that that kind of like grounded me yeah. and kind of showed me who I was. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, I would have breakdowns all the time. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. BMVT Uh-oh. bell break. That that came at a good time. Do we want to do a commercial? Yeah, break let's and, let's and do the bell break right, right after we come into the next episode, right in the second half. All right, so and commercial. Then, and then, then we get back to the yeah, bell break. yeah, yeah. All right, man, y'all know yeah, what's yeah. going on, man. It's hey, the Black man, Man Two podcast. That right, that was Washington so good, just gave us a man. heck of a testimony, yes. man. Uh, yes. Go baby boys, man. It's just a beautiful yes. story to see God working in in her life, man. And hey, man, I ain't gonna keep talking. No, We're gonna no. get right back to yeah, it right after this commercial break. Have you heard a black man vent today? We just heard a black woman. Have you heard a black woman? (laughs) Men, it's time for a decision. It's time to decide whether you want to be a real man, a kingdom man, a man who brings all of his life consistently under the rule of God in submission to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is inviting you right now to place your life in his hands. He was wounded for your transgressions and bruised for your iniquities. He died on the cross to take your place in order to forgive your sins. He rose from the dead to give you his life and he bids you come to him. Bring your junk with you. Bring your sins with you. Bring your failures with you. Bring your frustrations with you. And bring your wrong definitions of who you are with you and lay them at the cross. He stands ready right now to forgive your past, to give you a brand new start right now, and a glorious future tomorrow. He offers you not only eternal life in heaven to come, but a new life in earth right now. Do you want to change? Do you want a new identity? Do you want forgiveness of sins? And do you want to be defined by God rather than by culture? But right now, if you'll pause, if you'll bow your head, And if you'll say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner, and I know I need a Savior. I believe you died on the cross for me. I believe you rose from the dead for me. So I now trust you alone for the forgiveness of my sins. And I receive from you the gift of eternal life that you promised to give me if I came to you for it. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for forgiveness. Thank you for starting me on the road to being a real man. In Jesus' name, amen. And just like that, man, just like that, we're back. We're back. Good morning to you guys again. Hope you guys enjoyed that commercial break, man. Black Man Vent to the Badness Podcast in Nashville, the only podcast that gives you a radio show feeling with a podcast undertone. Nashville, have you heard a black woman? Vent today, man. Deja Washington, if you're just not joining us, as I always say, something wrong with you, get your life together because she's giving an amazing story. Yes. And you need to be listening. Yes. But right before we get into the venting piece, we had a BMVT bell break moment. What's the question that we got in the audience? Somebody, who, who we got? Is, as a young lady, you know, your, your age, how do you, you know, handle your own mental health? And, you know, with everything that you've been through, the trauma, the job, you know, the children, you know, how it, you, as you know, your generation, your age, how do you handle your own? Question. Depend on your faith, definitely. Mm-hmm. But besides that, well, besides that. Mm-hmm. and just to reiterate, question came from uh, Valerie Davis. She is the manager of Black Men Vent to LLC. But we just wanted to put out the question is um, naturally for Deja. How do you have your own self care moments, your own mental health? How do you naturally deal with 
what you've done done dealt with and just your mental health how do you essentially govern all that and still just make sure that you at peace with, with yeah. what you got going and don't forget the piece he said your generation because it's different you right. know it's different, different for younger people than yeah. us old dogs it's right. different you know what i'm saying right. Yeah. Right, 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 right. yeah so i want to start off by a disclaimer right so people who do hair beauticians right mm -hmm. they don't keep their hair done right People, doctors, they be sick all the time. Same, same kind of thing. I call it. I call it. It, it travels a minute, but it, yeah, I call it. I, call I don't know. Y'all be all over the place. I mean, I, I am not going to get on here and act like yeah. I have it all together. Yeah, and I yeah. think when I can vent, I, I want to talk a little bit about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I call my sisters that are in the audience and start screaming in the phone. Yeah, That's what yeah. I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, like, so you basically vent when you yeah. going through. Right. Yeah, yeah, sure. right. But I I am um I have I have a therapist though mm, and cool. that's something new that is something real new um and I think that we are kind of hopping on that train mm, um mm, our generation mm. because it's we are aware of that and I think that social media has a lot to do with that yeah, you know yeah, yeah. um and I just want to throw that out there because yeah. people it's like we are like a ride the wave generation yeah you know like Very when true. everybody else starts doing it, Very then true. we start doing it. Very but true. we have to see other Very people true. start doing it first to mm -hmm. see how it works. Yeah. Nobody is like going to be that guinea pig. And exactly. be like, I'm going to be the one to try first. Exactly. And so, which mm -hmm. is why I'm kind of like doing what I'm doing. I want to be mm -hmm. that girl mm -hmm. that's like, you know what? It's cool to, to not be cool. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, right. it's cool. Mm -hmm. right. That's mm -hmm. cool. Because sure. yeah. we, none yeah. of us are perfect. Like, right. we all go through right. things we need. That's right. Right. So, the therapist needs a therapist. My mm -hmm. sister's having down all the time. The therapist mm -hmm. needs a therapist. Yeah. And that is legit it's the true. truth. That like, is so legit. legit. So yes. legit. I hear my yeah. pastor say it all the time. A pastor needs a pastor. Yeah. So, you know, it's just the way it is. In other words, everybody needs somebody. Yeah. Don't yeah. never get past that in your life. No. Well, you, you think you're about wrong that. that. You know like, what I'm saying? We will yeah. never be above yeah. that. We true. all have to true. do that. And I true. think that... I cannot tell my clients or my friends or anybody who I'm giving advice to to seek help if I'm not doing the same. You That's know, we want to try to lead by example in the best yeah. way we can. Mm -hmm. Of course, we're not going to always be right. We're going to do things that we shouldn't do or mm -hmm. maybe shouldn't say. Mm -hmm. But I think that that's the biggest part of it is just that first be aware yeah. that you yeah. need the help. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, now that I'm aware, what do I need to do? Yeah. And I think that that's kind of what I did um, because I did have postpartum mm -hmm. and after mm -hmm. with my second son, I had mm -hmm. postpartum and I had it for a while. Mm -hmm. And when I say a while, I'll say about two years. I did wow. And I started functioning with it. Wow. And I was just out. I, I am the queen of hiding things like, when I'm dealing with my feelings and my emotions, I can like until I'm by myself mm -hmm. and then I just kind of like let it all out. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I knew what I had to do, which was put my children first. And that was the biggest thing for me, right. which I did. But I w was always like just depressed yeah. mm -hmm. and I was getting this degree and I was like, I am reading this reading and I'm describing myself like the stuff that I was reading. I'm like, this is me. Like, this is how I feel right now and i was like it'll go away yeah. i'll get through it yeah. and i yeah. think that now that i'm out of it and i'm in such a good place mm -hmm. i feel like two years is too long that's too long for somebody to be walking around depressed and you don't even realize that you're depressed mm -hmm. you know like mm -hmm. i think that that was a part mm -hmm. of it for me too i was just in a funk and it was more so because i was overwhelmed yeah 
Like yeah. I was constantly overwhelmed. I just felt like I, I just had to do it all. And I'm one of those people like if I say I'm going to do it, you know, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And so I was in school. I should have let something go for a little while. Yeah. It's, it's probably what I should have did yeah. Yeah. instead of struggling yeah. through it because yeah. I didn't have to. Mm -hmm. But I knew that I had this degree. So when I graduated from high school, I graduated with a full ride. Mm -hmm. And I went to school for free. Right. I got pregnant with my first son. Mm -hmm. And I dropped out for a year. Mm -hmm. And when I went back, you know, that scholarship was gone. Yeah, right. It's no, you got to go right. your four years straight. That's yeah. one of the conditions of a scholarship, right? right? right. And so yeah. I blame myself for dropping out you know mm -hmm. and i kind of like i had to prove something to myself mm -hmm. like getting back in here nope oh well you did it you gotta yeah. struggle yeah. this is what you did you All decided right. to do this so get back in there and so i kind of did that for a while and that's not cool yeah. i'm saying that to say like don't do that yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. if yeah. you cannot do it do not do it like i was being superwoman and i and you know everything else was just kind of like I'll figure it out later. Mm -hmm. And I dealt mm -hmm. with it for two years. And then I had my situation with Dallas. And I honestly think that was God like slow down. Mm -hmm. And I still didn't get the picture. I mm -hmm. knew he was telling me that, mm -hmm. you know, like you need to slow down. Mm -hmm. You need to let school go or you need to work less hours or you need to do something. And I was like, no, I hear you, but I got to do this. <laughs> And so, so yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. I struggled. Yeah. I struggled. Yeah. I really did. I'm tripping on you. Say, yeah. yeah, Lord, I hear your butter off. Yeah. <laughs> and that was pretty much what I did yeah. for a while. Yeah. And yeah. I kind of came out of it. Bang. Okay. Oh, okay. When I oh, came we, out of oh, it. We got uh, excited. We got yeah, excited. Yeah. <laughs> when I came out of it, I was I was in a, in a better place. I definitely was in a better place. And I was able to kind of finish that first degree and in the midst of that first degree i was able to buy a home on, and so i was kind man. of excited about that yeah, yeah, yeah so it was a lot amen. amen let me let me interject man real quick days i um uh, naturally, do we have a bell break? Sorry, yeah. Oh, let me ask you something. Right, okay. We have a black moment. man vent too. Yeah. Bell break moment. Yeah. What is the question bell that we break. got in our heart? So, my question for you is when you did go through that depressed moment, when did you really realize that's what it was mm. and, and what was the triggering factor of how long you had been there when you said, I can help somebody else recognize this? Here as being my triggering point that I've been depressed, been feeling this about three months, and somebody else would know if they do this, something you didn't know. How did you help us? And the question was from the audience uh, when you had those triggering moments and you kind of sat in those triggering moments, what in those moments made you want to feel like, okay, I need to use these moments to help? Yeah, I really fit, I figured out that I was really depressed all mm -hmm. the time because you didn't know for a long time. You said yeah. you didn't know it. Yeah. I didn't know until I was out of it. So, mm -hmm. then, so what? What did you notice that let you know that this was a depression? I was, I was depressed. Mm -hmm. What was going on in your life? And you said, "Wow, that was depression." Mm. How can you tell another person if you're going through this, if you see this, if you see this? Oh, so you like, you what, what are the signs, the signs that let you know that you're identified once you got out of it? Mm -hmm. Oh, I saw that. Oh, I saw that. Mm -hmm. Oh, I saw that. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I was really depressed. Mm -hmm. So I think mood swings are the starting point of it. Mm -hmm. And like when I say mood swings, I don't mean like, you know, you just kind of like, 
one minute you're happy and one minute you're sad. That, those are basic mood swings. When mm-hmm. I say mood swings, I literally mean like it's it's a constant change. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's a constant change as well as a consistent change. Mm-hmm. So this is happening every single day. Wow. You're good and then you're not. And then you're good and then you're not. Or you're depressed or you're sleeping or you don't want to have conversations because it kind of came to a point for me, which is when I knew it was postpartum. Um, Their dad's sister, she is a part of my family, too, and she is a part of my support system as well. And she helps me out a lot. And at one point I had her come and stay with me when both of them were little. Mm -hmm. And I literally had her come and stay just to get them away from me. Wow. You know, mm-hmm. and what did I do in my bed with my door shut, locked, isolated, in my room, isolation? Yeah, and I, and I and I kept saying my you know my story or my cover up was I'm just so tired, I'm just tired, I don't feel good, I was I, I had a cold, I had a headache, like I you know it it went from fifty million different things that I but I knew in the back of my mind like you really can't get up out of this bed. Wow. Why? And I just kept putting it off, you know, and mm-hmm. she's the type of person that she's not a a prodder. So if you mm-hmm. if you don't, she, OK, you don't mm-hmm. feel good. All right. And that was kind of pretty much what it was. Mm-hmm. And she kind of did everything, you know, wow. I mean, the diapers, the take them here, the take them there. I kind of like if it wasn't therapy or if I didn't have to work, I did not get out of bed. Mm-hmm. And I would just, Man. you know, my mom would call <clears throat> my sister, would call, what you doing? Oh, nothing. <clears throat> We're not coming out today. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it, you know, or they, somebody threw it. I would say anything mm-hmm. to, to kind of like take the attention off of me mm-hmm. to not have to do anything. I just did not want to be bothered. I didn't want to do anything. And I did do things in the midst of that, but it was, I, I always came back to that point. Of, mm-hmm. I just want to be in my bed mm-hmm. and that's depression. Mm-hmm. It wasn't mm-hmm. me being lazy. Cause I, I blame laziness. I'm just lazy. The kids wear me out. Mm-hmm. But I was depressed. Yeah. Deja, let me ask you a question. Um, and this is hopefully, you know, naturally for black women and for black men um, to understand the question that I'm asking. And I, I personally want to know, when you talk about postpartum, mm-hmm. um, my major in college was exercise science. So I know it from a book standpoint. Um, those that know me know I have a young son as well. And I watched, you know, my child's mother have those episodes. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be real. I don't get it. Right. Help me <laughs> and other black men get it. Like what what in your definition is postpartum and just how can black men better help our queens get through their, mm. those experiences? So I think it starts with there is an imbalance, right, mm-hmm. of your hormo- her- mm-hmm. hormones when mm-hmm. you first have a kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Imbalance, right, right. while you're mm-hmm. pregnant. You know, like yeah. the, the typical pregnant girl, right? Yeah. You, you have yeah. cravings, you right. have mood swings. Right. Sometimes you want to be around yeah. people, sometimes you don't. Right. Just the whole imbalance of your hormones. Yeah. And it is the same thing, except it is times 100 after the baby is born. Wow. Because now that the baby is out, your body is telling itself, I need to get back to where I was. But in order for me wow. to get back to where I was, wow. I need to figure wow. out where I was. Yeah. I don't know where I was. Yeah. So yeah. it's like kind of like being lost in a neighborhood. Okay, yeah. well, let me go to this house and knock on this door 
and see if this was the house that I parked in front of or the house that I was at. Oh, it wasn't that house. Let me go knock on this door. Let me see if this is the home that, yeah, where I belong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so at yeah. each of those houses, there's a mood swing. There's something that is there that is waiting, right, for your brain. Your mm -hmm. brain and your body both have to mm -hmm. communicate. Mm -hmm. So when they are hitting these houses and knocking on these doors and they're realizing that, oh, I don't belong here, it's coming out right? right you are displaying all of that and now it's out and right. so until those hormones find their home yeah you will continue to have all of those episodes that or all a, of those places where they wow. just, i think that's kind of wow. like wow. the best way yeah. that was a good way yeah, to yeah. that was right. good and i'm gonna tell you what's a trip the fact that you just said that that postpartum um syndrome i heard somebody that had a baby and that was one of the comments that she made. She said, I got to hurry up and get back to yeah. where I was myself. So get my get that. She wanted to get that body back. Mm -hmm. You know what and I'm saying? But like you said, but, but she didn't appreciate yeah. the journey. You know what I'm saying? But still, wow. just for black men, what do I do? Like, cause I'm I'm watching, you know. <laughs> Y'all laughing at me, but look, I'm serious, man. I'm serious. What do I do? Cause I'm yeah. sensitive. Like, are you crying, baby? I'm crying too. Hell, I don't know, like, you don't know what's going on. Like, so I, I need to know. Like, I, I I need to know. I try the Disney movie, so I need to know what's going on with a black man. Seriously, like, do y'all you need a hug? Like, you want a burger? Like, what? I mean, what? Do, we don't you feel? know. Yeah. We wow. do not know, and mm -hmm. I, and I and I think we need to be more like vocal about yeah. it. Like I said, it's okay about not the to feeling. be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's okay. Right, right, like right. I don't know what I want. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't. Yeah. And so the best yeah. thing for you to do is to just be there for when I actually do need you, because mm -hmm. right now this is me versus me. Yeah. You know. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you doing anything? Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. I'm sorry. Another bell break. Yeah. All right. Another finish there. Yeah. I think mm -hmm. you being just being there, and then just kind of going with the flow. I think that that is the best way to kind of explain it. Yeah. Is that I probably she's gonna be mad at you for speaking up. She'll mm -hmm. be mad at you for not speaking up. Mm. It's like <laughs> <laughs> so right. So I'm be just, crying the whole time. Too, man. <laughs> so it's just one of those things like you gotta put that Shoot. suit on wow. and, you, and just be mm. there because wow. when it's over, you'll know when it's right yeah. and so yeah. but until that until yeah. they can get to that point you just yeah. have to be a part of the support system mm -hmm. i like that black men been too great answer bell break moment answer. we got another question great answer. Right. that's from me oh this coming from mama it's coming from mama yeah, yeah as a person that has been in the medical field for over 20 some years mm -hmm. i feel like um we are at a state where we should now mental health should be included in the pregnancy part in, in part of mm -hmm. the pregnancy yeah a journey yes it should be included it should yes. be a part of the six weeks the 12 weeks yes, yes. All, all, it should be a part yeah. we are at that stage now yes ma'am where yes, we're and that's just my piece on, on that part yeah because yeah. i worked yeah. in in the clinics for over 20 years and i've seen everything Jesus. yeah yeah. So yeah. I take kind of piggyback. Yeah. I guess this is like two questions in yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. What would you recommend that a woman experiencing postpartum, like the girl that's listening to this, who's in bed, who can't get up right now? What mm. would you kind of recommend for those kind of, or is it, or is it unique for everyone? You know. Mm -hmm. So first, it is unique for everyone because mm -hmm. everybody doesn't get it right. It, mm -hmm. It's it's like a dice game. You know, you just kind of gamble. Mm -hmm. Like maybe I'll get it or maybe I won't. It's it, it's really a gamble. Mm -hmm. Um. You can't say whether you'll get it or not, it, or 
doctors can't predict whether mm-hmm. you're getting it or not, right? Mm-hmm. But I think that, and I love to talk to my girlies who are lower income, right? Because we know that the ones who have the money, they already kind of know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is kind of like for my 10 care girls. Mm-hmm. They're, they don't tell you this because they don't want you to use it because it charges them more, right? But they do have, during your pregnancy, they have therapists available to where you can do that, right? So it is just a clause in the 10 care that says that they will only pay for a certain amount of sessions after pregnancy, unlimited during pregnancy, right? So if we can become more aware while we're pregnant about what to do after, then I think that'll help us out a lot. Man, that's that's the reason we talking right now, because that information is not readily available for everybody that's my first time hearing that and i've been through the baby two twice two times you know personally i've never heard that never heard it oh another bell break the bell, bell is break. banging on the yeah, episode man. Today, we, man. Might, we might not get chance to vent but we asking questions yeah so that's is a part of the mental health piece that you work out of that field yourself okay so when you're seeing that mental health piece, how do you, being in that field, separate the two to help your people and not fall apart in a fall apart in front of them because you're experiencing some of those same issues? Wow. In other words, how do you keep your professional life different from your your regular life and still be able to perform your job, even though you might be dealing with postpartum syndrome and then they come to you want to know how do i do this and you dealing with it too that's basically what she was saying yeah so in those situations i kind of i feel like i I, i'm learning that Mm. part of it um because i always i am a very very personable person Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. like i take on other people's i feel like i have to do something Mm -hmm. i have to do something Mm -hmm. i don't know what it is but i need Mm -hmm. to do something and it'll constantly be on my mind until yeah Yeah. until i can figure out what i need Mm -hmm. to do so Mm -hmm. i think that that is something that i have to work on as far as like just kind of detaching and learn learning my own boundaries Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. when to just be like this situation was here before yeah. you got here mm-hmm. and it'll be here after you get here mm-hmm. just kind of try while you're in there mm-hmm. but i think the advice that i give with those um issues because i the whole reason i got into this is because i wanted to be an experience to where you're not going to go see a therapist or talk to a therapist and you're like she's reading straight out the book Mm-hmm. What she's saying to me, she don't memorize that exactly. right out that Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that girl, which is yeah. why I got into this. I want to be the one because I have my own life experiences. Like, yes. And we need it as black people. I'm from the hood. Yeah. Like, I yeah. want to be the girl yeah. to say, I yeah. know what you went through. Exactly. I can yeah. relate and yeah. I can help you. Yes. I, the only difference that separates me and you is that I have academia in the back of you. Mm-hmm. So I know how to move forward. Right. And I think in those moments, is that that's when you kind of pull out your education and you hone in on the education Mm -hmm. but make it relatable still Mm -hmm. like i don't have to read you know a textbook version of it i can read what i learned and then put it in my own words Mm -hmm. and she's like oh i get that Mm -hmm. but if i would have said it you know in a different way or Mm -hmm. whitewashed yeah Yeah, right yeah gave all gave all them book terms what did you say yeah you know (laughs) and so i think that i have become an expert at that Mm -hmm. at like reading something and like oh this is what they're saying mm-hmm. and yes. so it's like oh yeah. okay yeah yeah break it Why down look, that? break it down those. yeah break it down right, yeah right, yeah right. yeah break it down so i think that that is probably 
what I want to do. Like, yeah, I think that is how I'm going to be able to separate the two. Yeah, mm -hmm. good question. Good question. Hey, we got about seven minutes. We want to vent or we want to keep rolling? We already in it, man. Yeah, we, we already, already, we already well, Right quick, right quick. With, with seven minutes left. Yeah. Six or seven minutes. What you want to vent about? What, what's on your heart? I heard a lot of stuff, but yeah, what, yeah, what's yeah. on your heart, though? I think I want to vent about the, the stigma that I think black professionals are succumb to. Mm -hmm. And what I say, when I say that, I mean, like, yes, I want to be a, I am a therapist and this is what I want to do, but I'm not different from nobody else. So mm -hmm. don't hold me to this high standard. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. oh my God, that's a therapist. She, I seen her a weekend last night. Right. Yeah, right. you saw me there. You saw me there. So, so you turning up with you my know. cup and with my hookah. You see it. Don't put me in that box. Yeah. Because I'm still a black girl and I still yeah. like to go out with my friends. Mm -hmm. And I still and I'm right. still a mother. Mm -hmm. And I still like all these things. I still like to look good. I still want to do this. I I don't want to be the typical therapist mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. or the the first thing we think about when we think of a therapist it's not the girl that's like me yeah. you know yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. and so yeah. I, I think that's the yeah. biggest thing for me is i want to just change that narrative like mm -hmm. we can all still be who we are and still be professional at the same time like yeah. i'm able to do both right yeah. i know when to turn it on and turn it off without mm -hmm. like um tone switching because mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. something i pride mm -hmm. myself on too I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not a tone switcher mm -hmm. i try not to you know mm -hmm. like i want to get better at that like if I am, even if you are my client and we right. are in a session, like right. I want to come to you. I don't yeah. want you to have to come to me because right. right. you came to right. see me. Right. right. Yeah. So I want to meet you yeah. where you are. Yeah. And so yeah. I think I want that is the biggest thing for me right now is that like I see I'm seeing people out and like people mm -hmm. I know and I got this master's degree, right? And so mm -hmm. I'm tired. Like, you know, like, oh my God, you are there and I'm like, yeah, but I'm still I'm yeah. Yeah. Right, I'm right. not. I'm still gonna be me. Mm, like, right. don't think. Well, the thing is, they expect you to, you know, right. have that arrogance. Right, and why? Don't put that expectation on me, though. Don't put that expectation on me. Like, yeah. I think that yeah. is the thing, and I think not just me, though. I mean, like anybody in a the black professionals, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying just go out and like catch a DUI or mm -hmm. go out and like meet yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. or so, go out and do something that you know you yeah. shouldn't be or doing. Or something that's right. detrimental to your it, job. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah. I am still human. I yeah. still you're yeah. still going to see me at the same places that you yeah. saw me. Like yeah. don't put that on me. And then right. let's just be real, they're not used to us being in these type of fields. Exactly. Exactly. So when you automatically go straight up. Yeah. Like, Easily. Come mm -hmm. on now. Mm -hmm. But I'm still gonna be at the weekend with my hookah. So, <laughs> we yeah, have another black outfit too. Bell break mm -hmm. So another question. So when you're in this professional uh, field where you are, do you not think that there's a certain level of information that should be put on social media because of where you are? There is a limit to what you can do. Do you not feel that way, or do you feel like I should be able to do whatever I want to do? Uh, and I can show what I can't nobody tell me who decided to. No, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> no, I definitely. It was a detail question. Yeah, that, I love that. That was a good one. I love that. I love that. No, I definitely think it's levels to that. Mm -hmm. No, I definitely think now that I am like 
shooting to be more professional. Mm -hmm. If you want to have a private page just for friends, I think that that's do so. But if you are going to have a page, your main, you know, social media page, and it's going to be for family, friends, business, then you have to automatically put those business people first, right? Because yeah. that's how you live. Yeah. That's how you so live. So you immediately have to be like, uh, I, I can't post that yeah. because it is exactly. damaging to my reputation, exactly. right? And exactly. so with social media being in the place that we are now, no. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I we got close friends mm -hmm. yeah. correct <laughs> correct yeah correct yeah so correct. i think that kind of separates correct. us yep. a little bit yeah. from everybody yeah. from you know where it was but i'm definitely not the one that's just gonna be on social media like posting mm -hmm. crazy stuff because of where i am now and mm -hmm. i do have a lot of professional followers mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. that i didn't have before oh yeah mm -hmm. oh yeah and these are like new you oh, know yeah, and i know coming. that business yeah. opportunities yeah, come with that yeah. so i would yes. never want to damage yes and go. even kind of like above that i'm a mother you know mm -hmm. like i have mm -hmm. children mm -hmm. like i'm a woman of god i tried i don't yes i'm not going to be just doing anything That's you know serious. like mm -hmm. but i do also want to make it clear like I still am human. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I yeah. think that's mm -hmm. the biggest part. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. even celebrities, you know how they, mm -hmm. we bash the celebrities yeah. and everybody, mm -hmm. they do one small thing and everybody's like, well, we've yeah. probably done that too. Yeah. But we're yeah. not in the spotlight. Right. So it's held to right. a different right. Exactly. Right. Your, pla your yeah. platform matters. Yeah. Yes. Because when yes. God puts you on another platform, he's expecting greater out of you. Yeah. Because to whom much is given, much is required. Yeah. So he's expecting greater, but still that don't say you can't live your life. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you just can't be so struggling. so sociable <laughs> with everything you do. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. And so it's again like I'm that was a really, really good question. It's just levels to it. And I think I'm still kind of struggling. I'm balancing it. I think I do well for the most part, but it's like I don't know what to do and what not to do now, you know, because I do have a lot of professional followers and I do have people coming with business opportunities. So it's like should I or should not, mm -hmm. you know? And that's and I think like we any professional kind of deals with that. And so I think that that is my struggle right now. It's well, like Maybe you should just stay off yeah. of it. Well, not gonna happen. Look, no. Like I said earlier, <laughs> stay with what you what got you here. Yeah. Yeah. Stay with that. Yeah. Keep praying and keep allowing your relationship God with God to grow stronger. Yeah. And he'll let you know when and where and what and not to do. You know, all yeah. the types of because even at our age, we still jack up stuff too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, that's sometimes because we get out of sorts and we get in the wrong lane. Right. So just stay in your lane. You're gonna be all right. Just stay in your lane. Right. <laughs> do we do we need to take a break and then come back? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah, let's guys. Do that. Again, man, y'all know how we rock, man. We always ask our guests at the end of every episode an engaging question. We're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna hop right back into it. Nashville, have you heard a black man? Excuse me, a black woman. Today. today, yeah. Just like that, guys. We're back. We're back. Won't hold you guys too long, man. Y'all know how we rock, Deja. We have the question for you um somebody's listening to this episode they've heard your whole story man and again just thank you for everything that you've mentioned and gave us on today's episode being the second black woman on black man yeah um with that being said somebody's listening or has listened and has heard everything you said and they still thinking about crashing out they're still thinking about giving up um one of our audience members said somebody is listening to this that is going through postpartum you know try to encourage that young woman or encourage the young man that may just be inspired by everything you said encourage us and encourage them, let them know, man, that everything's gonna be okay. Keep fighting, man, keep living on. I think um, if you don't know what's wrong, I think we should. you should start there by just trying to figure out what's wrong. Mm -hmm. 
So even if it's a small feeling or like a faded feeling that may be in the back of your head, I think the biggest thing to do is to just seek professional help. Start there. Um, And that is just from a mental health clinician's perspective. Mm -hmm. I think the biggest thing, you can literally dial 611 or I think it's 211 on your phone and it will put you in with like the crisis hotline Mm -hmm. and you can immediately talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. And this is somebody who you don't know, so they can't judge you if that is one of the things. So you can just kind of let it all out and vent and they will talk you through Mm -hmm. or talk you down or talk you over whatever the situation it is that you're dealing with. I think um, from a personal perspective, I think prayer, you know, works prayer is what i do i think you lean on your faith even if you don't have faith like lean on what who, whoever the higher power is that you talk to i think you should talk to them mm-hmm. and just ask ask for guidance ask for relief to your situation and it doesn't have to be in any particular order or fashion it, just get it out there and put all your feelings out there and continue to just pray for better because a change is coming, yes. you know, but you have to be able to be patient and wait on that change. Mm, I, like it. I love it, man. I like it. I, I like, like it, man. It, it like has it. been a great month. Yeah. Yeah, man, we, we done went really through the month of May, man. Yeah, really nine mental matters in May season. Yeah, man. We started off with AJ. Um, shout out to Anthony, man. Mm-hmm. Great episode right there, man. If y'all didn't get a chance to check that one out, we had my boy Fred Cooper from uh, Chicago. Yes. Uh, restorative justice, man. He was shot 10 times. Like, y'all got to go check that yeah, one man. out. Um, Alana McLaughlin, she's in the audience, man. Um, she is the host of uh, Perspectives. And uh, she gave us a great first black woman episode. And mm-hmm. then we came right back, man, with another black woman, man, that has graced us on our platform. Deja Washington, yeah. we appreciate your time. Yes. Thank appreciate you so much. You. Appreciate yes. your time. Yeah. We're going to get out of here, man. It is what it is. It ain't what it ain't. You can do what you can, and you can't do what you can't. Right. Nashville, until next week, it's a wrap. Black man or black woman don't get trapped. Yeah.